This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredients. Kevin Bergen here. Krista Hall here. We're on the road again. On the road again. It's, it's strange, we're rarely in the studio now. I don't, that's not a bad thing. I know, it's not bad. Because we get to try new things when we're out and about. And this is new to us. Very new. We are at Shrugging Doctor Beverage Company with Willows and Zach. How are you? Doing good. Doing quite I said well. Willows. So there's no S on the end. There, of there is an S. Is there an S? Yeah, it's it's multiple trees. What kind of name is Willows? <laughs> what, I know. What, what kind of name totally is Kevin? From the start, you know. It's, what kind uh, of name is Kevin? What's that? I don't know. I think it's Scandinavian. Really? I think so. Yeah. Have you ever met another Willows? Um, no. <laughs> I know. Very strange. My mind goes everywhere. And I'm strange. How are you guys doing today? today? We're doing pretty good, right? Doing great. Yeah. Chill, chill Sunday. It's uh, nice and sunny out. It's yeah. uh, good. Yeah. As we pull the black curtain <laughs> so, that, so nobody can see us in here. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about the start of Shrugging Doctor. Right now it's Shrugging Doctor Beverage Company. That's correct. But yeah. it did not start off as that. Yeah. Well, so we actually, oh, you did your research, eh? Yeah. Uh, so we actually. You guys have a lot on your site. Yeah. Yeah. When we opened, it was, uh, it was Brewing Company because uh, we had every intention to make beer uh, when we opened. Uh, so let's take you back in time. Uh, it was 2014 was when we kind of had the idea. Um, we had both, uh, or I had graduated high school. You had left high school. We were out of high school at the yes. time. Uh, we were 18 years old. Um, I had gotten kind of kicked out by my parents around that time. And, um, you know, we kind of, uh, we started homebrewing, uh, just to, you know, in the, in the house, uh, we lived together for a bit and we were, we we're making wine and, and cider and stuff. And, and so you guys uh, are young bachelors making wine and cider. Yeah, pretty yeah. well. We were, we were broke. So <laughs> that's pretty much how it started. Right. Right. And then, but people were coming, you know, I'm sure you can imagine if you had a house you rented with a bunch of 18 year olds, uh, okay. we had a lot of people. Yeah. We had a yeah. people in and out a lot. Um, but I got to a point where people were coming over and they weren't bringing alcohol anymore. They're just like, well, just drink your stuff. It's way better. And that was kind of like a light bulb moment for both of us. I and think, that was the like, wine this, and the cider or just, I, it was like, uh, well, we had a beer, we had like a keg fridge in the, in the living room. And then we, we were making cider. Uh, I think the cider was like the first thing we ever made. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so this was, uh, 2014. If you remember, that was when MLCC got split into, uh, LGCA and MBLL. Right. And it was like, what, 13 licenses became three licenses and it got way easier to, you know, and then that's why all these breweries started opening right. around, around then. Yep. So it was kind of like a perfect storm situation where it was like, okay, well, this is something that we're obviously good at. Uh, we have to make money now cause we're, <laughs> you know, have rent to pay. So we have to do something. So it was like, well, we can either get a job or start a business. So what business are we starting? What are we doing? Um, and then it got easier with the regulations. So it was kind of a perfect storm of, uh, of situation. We wrote the, uh, the business plan uh, that year, uh, finished it uh, probably 2015. Yeah, it took us like a year to write it. Ended up being um, like 30 pages. And then we had a lot of, uh, a lot of help from an organization called Futurepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do specialize in like young entrepreneurs and okay. stuff. So they were able to uh, give us some funding and help us with our business plan. And then they brokered like a deal between them and the Business Development Bank of Canada. So they got us a little bit more startup money. Uh, but all said and done, we we started the entire operation for under fifty thousand dollars. Which uh, one time I told that to a, a gentleman that owns a brewery here, and it was like kind of loud. And he's like, five hundred thousand dollars? That's pretty good. That's less than we spent. And I'm like, no, 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 lose a zero. Yeah. Um, so we really had to kind of climb and claw our way to where we are today. 
And uh, that's actually kind of where the name came from was uh, when I think of like ingenuity and entrepreneurial spirit, if you will, I think of the doctor with a cart that went town to town selling elixirs that cure everything. I'm gesturing to my wine here. So um, that's kind of the idea of uh, we put a lot of our personality in the operation. So that was one of the first things I thought when I saw when I heard of the company, I'm like, what does shrugging doctor mean? Like, I have no clue. What that means, trying, yeah. to, trying to associate. Typically, I just shrug. I'm really slow, though. <laughs> Typically, I just shrug at people when they ask. But, <laughs> and that uh, answers, and then like, oh, all right, I'll take another. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, here we are. It's been, we just had three years, uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah, um, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, we have uh, seven products listed in Liquor Marts. We're pretty much in every uh, location in the province. Um, we... Uh, we have a uh, we're home delivery service. We're also on Skip the Dishes. Uh, we usually have like 10, 15 different wines, uh, ciders, mead, sangria, different things like that. And um, what we're sitting in right now is the uh, tasting room that we just opened. So uh, it's been about six weeks. Uh, we opened mid-December. And um, yeah, so you can sit down, get a glass of wine. We do wine flights, like what's in front of us. Um, we're going to chug that. <laughs> that segment uh, two or three, right? We do, uh, yeah. yeah, we do We do cocktails and stuff too with our wines. And uh, we have like charcuterie boards and with meat and cheese and stuff. And and yeah, so here we are. Okay, so you said you, you were home brewing before. Yeah. So when, and it was called Chugging Dr. Brewing Company. So when you started, obviously you were thinking that you were just going to make beer primarily? Uh, I We thought it would be a mix um, and then, you know, between 2014 to 2016, when we wrote the business plan to when we were actually, we got our funding, we were getting going, the environment had changed a lot. You know, there was, I think, about 10 or 12 breweries either announced or open at that right, point. Popping up like crazy. And yeah. popping up like crazy. And we're like, well, we were going to kind of split ourselves between beer and wine. It seems like everybody's got beer handled pretty well. Let's focus on one right. thing. Because, yeah, I think, like, if you remember 2014, it was it was half pints. Farmery was still contract brewing in Ontario and Fort Gary. And and that was it, right? Right. So we kind of saw, you know, an opening there. But then, you know, by the... I think there's 19 now. Is there 19 in the city? There's 15 open with a few more. Uh, I just heard about one announced in Falcon Lake. Oh, I just uh, just stumbled upon them uh, the other day. Yeah, it's like a brew pub. Yeah. Apparently opening. Yeah, yeah. Opening this summer. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, we kind of decided to you know specialize, and uh, we've been able to uh, kind of carve out a niche with uh, the stuff we've been doing. Um, yeah, but uh, how how serious did people take you when you first decided <laughs> to do this? Like, it took a while. Place, Not at all. Are, you're probably having a few parties here. Everybody's coming over for your booze. You guys are nice enough that nobody's bringing booze and you're making booze. So they're, they're a drink. Your, your booze is cheaper, but it's on your dime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you decide we're going to make a business out of this. And you, yeah. who are the first people that you guys told? Did you tell your parents first? or um, I'm, I'm in a much, much better relationship now, but I was not in a very good relationship with my parents uh, at the time. We had both um, just recently moved out and... Um, you were doing it on your own. My, yeah. my, yeah, my parents were very. They, they've been very supportive through this entire entire thing. Full disclosure, like they've they've supported me financially and and you know tell, spreading the word and whatever for a long time. Um, but I think when we were kind of, when I'm kind of they're both uh, they're both teachers actually. I come from a long line of ed- educators, and uh, when I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just not going to go to university and uh, oh, that's, do that's, something ooh, else. Yeah, that's... You know, I don't think we were on the same page uh, <laughs> that way. Um, but yeah, I'd say like, uh, 
concept like before we before we opened like when we were coming up with it i don't think anyone took us seriously i don't think no uh like they kind of thought like oh they'll do this for a little while and then go back to you know something else and yeah and then here we are three years later government didn't take us seriously either like mbll didn't you know they were kind of taking us seriously now right Mm -hmm. it's three years Half, well, half a million dollars later in sales. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um, and you're in the MLS. You're, you're, yeah, you're in something the like 80, 80 stores in Manitoba. Right. Um, yeah, it's uh, in in. I I was making a map the other day with all the small towns and stuff we're available in. It's 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 humbling. It, it, just to see. You know. How did it feel, Crack, getting in the first store? Like you're, you're making a product. Mm-hmm. You go in there; it's on the shelf, and people are buying it. Yeah, it was. It felt good. I, that we 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 got a, like a liquor mart employee to take a picture of us in front. Oh, yeah. of, like, I remember like taking this. that photo. That was April 2017. Yeah, yeah, that was took about three months from open to get our first product on the shelf. That was one of our original uh, meads, so like honey wine. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, and then yeah, now we're seven products with them and. High rolling, baby. That's what I'm going to call it, right? <laughs> so High like, rolling. Something like that. All right, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back with more Shrugging Dr. Beverage Company with Willows and Zach and me and Krista. You're on the main ingredient. We're going to try some wine. Like Talk about the wine and the cider. And I know. You like the good parts. You actually, yeah, you, you, you always bring up the good parts. Yeah, we're going to do that on the main ingredient here on 680 CJOB. We're back. Segment two, Shrugging Dr. Beverage Company. Kevin Bergen here. Krista Hall here. W- Willow's here, and Zach here. <laughs> she just points and go, 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 go. <laughs> you, you, and you. All right. So when we were starting up, mm-hmm. did, did you guys? Where were you making your product first when you first started business? In the back here. Yeah. So you, yeah, we've been in the same building since we opened. Yeah. Um, How hard was it to find this location? Quite. <laughs> we searched around for a while. It was hard to find a manufacturing place that was small enough to be in our budget uh there's easy to find a big place but right and then there's the rules certain size that you need for the equipment back there yeah 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 we Um, needed the high ceiling right yeah Yeah. so it was uh yeah we we eventually got it done um so yeah we've been in this building um over four years now right yeah because we were we're in for about a year before it was about nine months of uh Back and forth, back and forth with the city, city and and the health department and the federal government. That's where all our startup money went was (laughs) paying rent in this building when we couldn't get an occupancy permit for ten months. Um, Was there ever thought of tapping out then? Like the long process, it can't be done. Oh no, we was way too late. We're too deep financially. (laughs) I mean, like, there's we probably thought about it, but like, I I never seriously, right? Like, it's uh, it was kind of just like we're we're gonna do it, right? Like, it's just. I, guess I don't know. We got up every morning and did it, right? Yeah, we've kind of gotten to the place where, you know, every time something bad happens, it looks like we might, you know, crash and burn. We just kind of dig in harder. and It's been, it's been six or seven times now where it's yeah, been like, okay, we're, very we're, we're going out of business. Uh, we have $6 in the bank, but uh, yeah. but uh, we can't <laughs> Do you guys have back. staff? Or are you guys doing it all? We we do. We have, uh, as of this summer, we have, uh, we have three employees now. Um, one that does uh, like events and and promotions and stuff, or two now that do that do events and promotions, and then one that helps uh, in the in the back with the winemaking and stuff. So, um, but up until summer of 2019, we were we we did everything ourselves. Um, we were you know making it all, bottling it all, uh, and then we were each on call for delivery till midnight, three to three or four days a week, depending on the week, and um, 
you know, mining the store and then it was a lot doing sure. outward sales and et cetera, et cetera. So what was a tipping point to get staff? You know, there's always a point where can we afford this person? We're really too much. <laughs> So we do a lot of farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this summer we were doing 15 a week. Um, you were doing what? 15 farmer's markets a week. Plus, 15 farmer's markets a week. That's correct. Plus okay. like night markets and et cetera. So we're doing about 120 hours a week of, of events in the summer. That's insane. And yeah. as you might imagine, a lot of them are at the exact same times. Yeah, so uh, Saturday, a lot of three. Yeah, Saturday morning market, Sunday yeah. afternoon market. Yeah, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah so uh, it was as much as I would want to do um, 120 hours a week of yeah, work. Then, um, I couldn't be in three places at once, unfortunately. So, uh, <laughs> so this was the first. Uh, this is the first time where I was like, okay, well, I literally can't do the job. So, um, so yeah, but uh, I mean, employees are expensive, but they've been able to help us uh, kind of get, you know kind of move to the next level kind of thing. Um, I mean, I, I have the bad habit of, uh, like, if I hire someone to do 40 hours a week of work, I don't take 40 hours a week off my job. I just add 40 hours somewhere else. Like, so, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. Is it strange going from making the product totally for fun? You know, your friend, you're having fun to now when you're running your own business. Of course, there's joy in it. And it's, you know, very, you learn a lot. But it t- did it take a lot of the fun out of it? Now you go from... 18-year-old partying and drinking in your own place to businessmen employing people. Yeah, you were saying you don't even homebrew anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've had, time for hobbies. <laughs> I've had two carboys of wine sitting in the corner. I should bottle that. <laughs> yeah. Three months now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> So what was the first thing you bottled? The well the first yeah the first part that we really made commercially was our was the original mead. Okay. Um which was cuz the original plan was to do uh we were going to do like a mead, we were going to do like wine coolers and then we were going to do like apple cider and then a beer. And that was kind of the the product range. Right. And that was mainly cuz that's what we like to drink, so that's what we were going right. to make. Well, that's what you do, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, and it's a, yeah, it's actually a funny story how we got into the fruit wines was we had bought these like raspberries and cranberries to make like we were going to make fresh uh, juice uh, coolers or whatever. And then we had a meeting with MBLL and they informed us that the markup on coolers was much higher than than on wines. You pay much more in taxes on, on coolers uh, than you do on wines. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's significantly more. A 95% versus 34% uh, yeah, markup. Hey, you know what? And, uh, and when I asked them why that was they said well when we wrote the acts no one was making them right and i said well people are making them now and it's that was three years ago they still haven't changed anything in fact it's getting worse but i won't yes. get into that we hear about that, we hear about that from others. <laughs> but yeah so but anyway um so we we all we did the math on these on these coolers or whatever they weren't going to be viable anymore so we had these like berries that were you know going bad and it's like okay what do we do uh big yeah crush and ferment them right so we uh it, i think it was like a the first the first batch we did was a we rented a home uh homebrew you know berry crusher from like a homebrew supply store and you know pump them out and uh yeah and, and actually our raspberry wine is like uh now one of our highest is that highest on sell. here is the mead think, on here we've got a flight no. in front of us we, do, we don't we have, have a flight five in front of us. glasses of something in front of us all in f- uh, all out of the traditional meat right now. How uh, dare you? Uh, <laughs> uh, we have the raspberry chocolate in the flight. Is that one this one? I think, I think it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's our raspberry wine. Then we age it in uh, cocoa. 
Uh, so you get like a subtle chocolate finish. Mm, um, so it's wow. not like flavored. I smell the raspberries. I don't know about... Yeah, so we have uh, five products in front of you in the flight uh, going from uh, your left. She's not even waiting for you to actually <laughs> describe. <laughs> like, do, do, do your thing. Do your thing. Um, so that's our right. That's our apple cider on the uh, the far uh, your left there. Wait, wait. Um, I like this. Oh, thank you. I like it a lot. I really appreciate Which one that. is this? That's our raspberry chocolate. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so you have our apple cider on the far there. Uh, that's one of our sangrias. Uh, that's our tropical sangria. So oh. that's uh, peach, pear, pineapple are the flavors. Triple um, then that moves into our uh, cranberry wine. Uh, so that's one of our original uh, fruit uh, wines. Yeah. Uh, the raspberry chocolate that you just tried. And then our seasonal uh, blueberry wine on the end. Mm. Okay, let, let's let's start from lightest to darkest. How about that? That's why I said we cheated. This is, I know. <laughs> it's well, okay. I was, it was it's okay. First. Okay. No. So this is the cider. That's the cider. Yeah. Apple so we, cider, and the and the apples are from. Uh, so the intention was to use uh, local apples, but now between us and Dead Horse Cider, we uh, we're out of apples in the oh, province. Yeah, you guys. Agree. Um, oh, that's good. So we've been bringing in some uh, from BC, but uh, it's all 100 percent Canadian. Everything we use. That's and, really good. Uh, and that's a, why Mama Bergen loves it. Yes. <laughs> Kevin, can you get me some more of that cider, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> We, I don't care. <laughs> we make it in a uh, old world style, which means we don't uh, carbonate it and we don't over sweeten it. Okay. Uh, so it's six point one percent alcohol. Uh, we don't use any like uh, artificial flavors or anything like that. It's you know um, try to stay really characteristic of the actual apples yeah. uh, that we use. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. what's what's this now? So it's one of our sangrias. That's our tropical uh, variant. So it's uh, peach, pear, You're pineapple, like lemon, and Morning ginger. You. What's the ingredients in that one? Uh, peach, pear, pineapple, apple, or uh, lemon and ginger. Something. I'm just gonna say something. Sure. Yeah. This is dumb. Like this is dumb. How good this is? <laughs> you could really just. You yeah, could, I know. I, I'm waiting for it. Seriously, so, come on, man. What are you gonna say? I'm it's gonna, a very uh, popular product. I need a bigger. I need a big gulp cup. For this <laughs> yeah, that's this what is I knew like, you were gonna say. It. So good. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, like we we make a uh, red sangria as well. That's based off of our cranberry wine, yeah. and then we have just had people time and time again like, oh. Do you have white sangria? And we're like, mm. well, we don't really have white wine. We can turn it into sangria, but and we so can make this. These are all, this is bottled. Yeah, that's, selling that's this. correct. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I'm impressed. We're only on number two, and I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> and so, like, do you have a crazy. white wine, or is it just mostly uh, the cider? We do have a white wine as well. Um, that's actually made from Manitoba-grown gra- grapes. Um, we can talk about that for a bit. Is uh, we have a vineyard in the uh, Pemina Valley, south of Winkler. Um, you go, Bobby. You go. Yeah, so. To my knowledge, that's the uh, pretty much only commercial uh, wine vineyard in this province. It's uh, evidently very difficult to uh, grow wine grapes here. Um, But they've been uh, engineered by uh, the University of Minnesota to be cold hardy. Uh, And then we grow them in the, uh, the, that's the warmest part of Manitoba down there, apparently, they tell me. So everybody, let's move there. Okay, so we have to take a break. You saw the wrap up finger that she gave. And we are going to, we're going to try more of this. Like, even if we weren't interviewing i would literally try more of this that's what we're gonna do <laughs> sounds good we're at shrugging doctor brewing at brewing shrugging doctor beverage company there you go we're here with willows and zach what's the location 448 b brooklyn street winnipeg manitoba there you go okay we're coming back with more main ingredient on 680 cjob back with more main ingredients sunday afternoon chilling with mead cider and wine A sangria wine mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> all the all the best things in life so That's so right. good retro eating doctor beverage company krista kevin zach here's <laughs> 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 he what he's doing okay so we're gonna carry on we are trying five products here we mm-hmm. got we have a flight yeah we tried to give you a pretty good like uh every product pretty different um on purpose uh Without, we usually but no meat 
no meat today. Uh, we have, we're sold out of uh, of the meat. Apparently, it's uh, yeah. It that's not like one of our longest uh, fermentation times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just we happen to be out of it. I think we're bottling it in the next couple of weeks. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, but we tried to give you a good kind of uh, range of products uh, here. We usually have uh, 10, 13 different uh, different wine ciders, meads, sangrias. Pretty um, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. So it's a good kind kind of five base. So. Uh, for going in order, uh, the next one is our uh, cranberry wine. That's okay, the hey, let's remind everybody what we tried yeah. first. We tried our apple cider, and then we tried one of our sangrias. It's our tropical sangria. So a white white wine sangria. Yeah, okay. yeah, the white sangria. Next one is a cranberry. Uh, cranberry wine. So it's actually, we take cranberries much like you would grapes. Uh, we crush those, ferment that juice. Um, so we... Tr- don't add any like artificial, you know, sweeteners mm. or stuff. So you it's get not, the, it's not sweet. Yeah, you get the tartness of the cranberries. It's tart. um, it's nice. Ten and a half percent alcohol on that. I love cranberries. Mm-hmm. It's good for you. You're in track, so, <laughs> so you can drink and be healthy. People always ask that. me stuff like that, and like we're really not supposed to make health claims with with alcohol. Right. Um, especially you, are, you guys are the doctors. I, 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 confirm or deny. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the doctor thing. I think right. I feel like I shouldn't be. You know, yes. I got to be careful, but uh, yeah, that's uh, one of our most popular fruit wines. For sure, yeah. you like cranberries? Nice. That is, it literally tastes like well, cranberry. It juice. tastes like cranberry juice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the people that love it really love it. <laughs> There's a couple of people out there they just absolutely hate it. Well, if, you, if you don't like cranberries, exactly. then you won't like it. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. But if you do, yeah, uh, and then yeah. that's the nice cranberry. That's and why we have so many products. Quite the contrast between that and the raspberry. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so alcohol wise, cranberry ten and a half percent. Ten and a half. Yeah, that's correct. Sweet. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. What's so, next? Uh, so this is the one you kind of uh, tried already, but uh, this, like this, yeah, well, never, never seen before. This is our raspberry chocolate. Oh. So this is our small batch. We usually do it around uh, Christmas time. Uh, so it's our raspberry wine, and then instead of like flavoring it, we age it in cocoa. Uh, so you get it's like not a forward taste. You just kind of get that like back of your throat kind of chocolate finish, which is what you come up with that idea. I don't actually remember. How do we come up with anything? <laughs> it is really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm almost tired of saying it's really good. I know. I'm so excited. Just so it. warm, and I can oh. see why it would be kind of great for Christmas. Yeah, and that's, that's real that one is one of our more alcoholic wines. It sits at 12. percent Oh yes, just gets better. Get something that tastes so good and have 12 percent alcohol in it. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. How do you come up with your ideas? Like, what's going to be next? We drink a bunch of wine and then. Uh, and then talk. Wake up. Talk about life. Wake and- up and try to decipher the notes we've made. No, I mean like we we make a the, a lot of the uh, small batch stuff. We basically get on on availability. Like uh, we've had like, for instance, like a Saskatoon farmer reach out to us and be like, "Hey, I have a bunch of Saskatoons. You want to buy them?" And we're like, "Okay, we'll make a Saskatoon wine." Or um, next up is a, a strawberry rhubarb wine. Um, we just kind of happenstance got into somebody that has a rhubarb. Field. Patch field, whatever, and we went out and picked it ourselves and everything. And, and then uh, rhubarb's everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this yeah, guy it's was just, growing like an acre and a half of rhubarb. Don't yeah. really know why, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like so. And your mead, where do you get your honey from? Uh, so we usually get them from uh, B Boys Honey. Yeah, B Boys. Um, yeah, yeah. a good friend of ours. Uh, a good friend of everybody. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was funny because like he had, he had talked to me about the meadery, like or he talked to us right when we opened, pretty much like three years ago. Be like, hey, I'm trying to get this done. So now that they've they've actually opened and everything, it's it's great to see. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, good good honey. Um, Let's try number five. So this is our seasonal uh, fruit wine right now. It's our blueberry wine. Um, so it turned out really well. It's a really robust uh, fruit flavor. Uh, I I get comparisons to red wine all the time. Um, we aged it over a year. <laughs> <laughs> I love her face in that one. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it's not again it's not very sweet it's not as sweet as the um, raspberry yeah 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 we aged over a year almost by accident uh it kind of just like we kept meaning to launch it and then we just never what did. is this one blueberry and i don't know you don't pick up on the blueberries quite as much as mm-hmm. the raspberries but maybe oh, it's so because we've been trying trying so many no i think it just it now tastes in your more fifth like, glass of wine right? <laughs> it tastes more like just wine like you, you know? yeah, yeah yeah which is uh the aging really made a difference like because we when we're aging stuff we usually try them every three months to kind of get a idea of where they're at this is a great sunday um, i'm just saying that's <laughs> sunday afternoon. Um, exactly this is every every one of my sundays <laughs> um but uh yeah we try it every you know three months to kind of end the the every three months there's such a different taste like profile in it so this is probably what 15 months now aged uh uh yeah i think it's 15 months yeah so it's uh yeah it turned out really well we're really happy with it crazy it okay. should be yeah, they're should all be. good it's yeah. really good so we're sitting in your tasting room let's talk about how this tasting room came about yeah so we uh we always wanted to do it right like we but we even tried to do it originally when we first opened but there was uh some hassle with the licensing and stuff. Uh, the licensing of the provincial yeah. government. And, and we were already getting held up so long. And we and didn't have any money to... Right, uh, so you gotta you sell know. product before it's like, you move on to the next. Yeah, it was like we need to sell... We have no. We don't have enough money to pay rent at the end of the month. We need to sell that much alcohol to pay rent or we're done. Mm-hmm. So it was like uh, we just kind of dumped the application and, and didn't revisit it uh, until... Um, it's actually been about a year we started doing the renos... Uh, ourselves uh with our with our friend um and uh yeah we just kind of slowly did it and uh, this used to be offices that we're sitting in like bad carpet and fluorescent lights and beige walls with red bricks and it was it was very gross looking um so we you know ripped everything out ripped the carpets out ripped the lights out put in you know some black dark paint and uh moved in tables built a bar top instead of a counter and uh and yeah, so it's a nice, uh, intimate uh, location. It's ten people capacity, so it's not you know not huge, but uh, it's a nice, uh, nice little thing. And then we do uh, wine by the glass. So every product, especially like even the stuff that's not available through liquor marts, like the small batch stuff, you can get uh, here. Uh, then we do like we have in front of you. You can do a flight of five glasses or three glasses of uh, three ounces. So you can you know try different things. And then we also have a, a cocktail list uh, using our wines in the cocktails. Um, oh, like what? Give us an example. Of uh, so our most popular is our uh, basil uh, raspberry lemonade. Um, so yeah, so we, we, we also... I, we we, we want a bigger flight next time. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so it's a... Um, we also have a, a side business where we have a juice company. So we basically... Just so you're not busy enough, you have a juice. <laughs> we're yeah, we're workaholics, but uh, so we make a lemonade with that juice company. So it's like two ounces of raspberry wine, uh, two ounces of the lemonade, and then we uh, like basically infuse uh, basil in like water and then uh, put it in there. So you get like a. Hey, if we have a yeah. party, let's invite them. That's a good idea. <laughs> or have your party. Hey, I'm already thinking some booze, please. Have your party here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we little cocktail list, and then we do uh, we have like a charcuterie board uh, with like meat and cheese, uh, and we do all local stuff for that as well. So we do like Bothwell cheese, we get the meat from Deluca's, we do smack dab mustard, uh, Elman's pickles. So try to do all local stuff. Um, do you get a lot of 
foot traffic just from the immediate neighbors just coming over. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple friends across the street that uh, that'll come over and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like don't live on the street. <laughs> it's Kevin and Krista again. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's only been a month or, or so that we've been open, and it's obviously January, which is the slowest right, time course. for hospitality. But uh, seeing as uh, neither of us have ever bartended before, this is probably good That's that we're learning in the well. in the down yeah, season. Yeah. Like we've than, definitely had a few people come in. They were just gonna buy a bottle and then like. Wait, I can I can sit down. I have a glass of wine. This is great. Right, that's awesome. I yeah. think it's fantastic. Yeah, and uh, we never had regular hours before that before this because it was just Zach and I making and, it supplying. Well, and doing everything. Right. So it was like working we were, all night. We or... were open when we were here, but yeah. if we weren't, whatever. Right. So having regular hours has definitely improved. Uh, like people walking in and, and getting bottles as well. Sure. So right. yeah, let's uh, remind people where they can get your products and how they get a hold of you guys. And um, anything else you want? Do you guys have any events or anything coming up that you want to? Shout out. We're always doing a ton of stuff. We do uh, St. Norbert Farmer's Market every second Saturday through the winter. Uh, we do the Downtown Farmer's Market every second Thursday. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at ShrugDoc, S-H-R-U-G-D-O-C. Uh, we post quite often about all the events we're going to. Um, we are available in Liquor Marts. We're in pretty much every uh, every location. If you want to see their stock, just Google Shrugging Dr. Liquor Marts. They have a master list of availability. And then we are available here at uh, 448B Brooklyn Street uh, in Winnipeg, uh, just a couple blocks off Polo Park in St. James. Uh, we're open Thursday to Sunday, uh, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. at the moment. Uh, and then we're also available on Skip the Dishes seven days a week. You can get it. Uh, the wine's delivered wow. to you. He hasn't said any of that much at all. You have that down. Totally, 100%. (laughs) Usually when I ask people that, they're like, yeah, so my website is www. Oh, okay, hang on. I got to look at my card. What's your phone number? Uh, 1-800. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Yeah, just uh, don't call us. Just just Shrugging Doctor. uh, Google that. You'll find us, man. Like, it's it's fine. Shrug Doc, S-H-R-U-G-D-O-C. That's on social media. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we don't want that to go to waste. We're going to kind of little sip on this stuff. Sounds good to me. It's Kevin Bergen on the main ingredient. Krista Hall. We are found on Facebook. We're not not as good as him. We're not as good as him. No, I know. This is why I was looking. We need to. I'm like, man, we need to rehearse like this guy. We're like, (laughs) Facebook. Uh, I just learned we were on on YouTube. We're on Twitter. She's like, we're on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, okay. We're on the main ingredient. We're on YouTube, Twitter. Facebook. And Instagram. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Might be. All right. And we're on 680 CJOB. Yes. Catch us next week here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the last segment of The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. I have a friend that I haven't talked to for a while, man. Jessica Wilichenko, the manager of retail operations for health and wellness for Sobeys and Safeway. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for having me back. You're lucky I invited you back. You know, the last time you trashed this place, I'm telling you. Well, we've got big things to share now, right? So I know you always like a good story. I know, I know. You're a high roller now. Your role has changed, right? So what big things are happening at Sobeys and Safeway right now? Yeah, it's actually a really exciting time for health and wellness in our company because we are launching a new health and wellness boutique inside our Safeway stores. Okay, so we're talking like a store within a store. A store within a store. And right now we are launching one store, a Safeway on River Avenue, mm-hmm. and we have a second store in the spring. And we're opening our new Rochelle Berry Health and Wellness Boutique. So that is big out east. You guys t- decided to move it out west. What's the reason for that? Essentially, it's looking at defining our offer to the health and wellness customer. We realize that customers want to purchase quality products 
uh, and they don't always want to take a separate trip to do that. So we're becoming a health and wellness destination as part of your regular big shop in your everyday grocery store. Okay, so I know you know a lot about food, obviously. Um, let's talk about some of the things people should be eating on a, on a daily basis and the importance of whole foods and real food and, and balancing things. Oh, look at you. Sound, you must, we must have talked before, Kevin, Man. because that's Ooh. a great comment. Isn't that a great question? And I really liked what you said about whole foods. And, you know, that's the major key. A lot of times people will ask, well, what should I eat? What should I not eat? And, you know, the closest you can to whole food will always win. So the cleanest diet made with a lot of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean protein, always good things to choose whole foods. And then supplements play their role as well as different people need that in their diet. Right. If you can actually eat the real thing, then you eat the real thing. But if you can't get the real thing, then supplements come into play, right? Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about, um, you told me before that fruits and vegetables play an important part in lowering blood pressure. I didn't know that. Yes. So fruits and vegetables are high in potassium, Mm -hmm. which is a key nutrient in maintaining a healthy blood pressure. So it's not just about reducing the salt in your diet, but looking at adding more fruits and vegetables across the board. And if you look at diets like the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, a main component of that diet is a lot of fruits and veggies and for good reasons. So lettuce on a burger, does that count? Well, I'm not going to (laughs) argue, but I'll say as much as you can get for sure. But have a side salad with it too. (laughs) That is my side salad, but it's on top of the burger. Yeah, we'll take this one <laughs> offline, I guess. Um, okay, heart health and fiber. That's very important. We talked about that too, so let's expand on that. Okay, so fruits and vegetables, of course, a lot of fiber in fruits and veggies, but also looking at other parts of our diet where we can get added fiber. So things like flax seeds, hemp, chia seeds, psyllium husk, high fiber cereals, any types of the whole grain options will give us a lot of fiber. And that truly helps heart health by reducing cholesterol. So it's a win-win because fiber keeps you fuller for longer. There's a lot of food products now that are full in fiber and actually taste really good. So it's not like you're just eating cardboard. And it will actually benefit your health. Now, things have changed quite a bit food-wise, right? A ton. There are so many new products constantly coming into the marketplace. And a lot of them, you know, there are some that aren't great. But for the most part, a lot of them can offer some really good benefit. We talked also about the importance of developing cooking skills. And that, I feel, is super important since, you know, my son is away from home. He's playing junior hockey. And I didn't, well, of course, I've always realized it's an important skill. We've always kind of talked to him about having at least five go-to things that you can make. You have to learn how to make your own food. You can't go and get food all the time. So let's talk about the importance of that. Yeah, that's a really good way to to sum it up, right? Like have some go-to options that are good for you and quick. Uh, and that's really just to reduce the amount of convenience food options that you purchase, right? Whether it is through a takeout window or just going to a restaurant, having that ability to cook for yourself, it's a huge life skill. And that will huge. really help you make the better choices and give you more control over what you eat. 100%. The evolution of the grocery store. We also talked about that. And as you told me, this uh, this uh, this store that's opening within Safeway and Sobeys, it really makes me realize that this company is recognizing. People are really well uh, well informed now. With the internet, they really know about their food. They want to know what's going in their food. They want to know about the products that they can get. And you guys seem to be kind of forward thinking that you're going to supply them with the, the things that they need within the store. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of explained it exactly. We all know that health and wellness is important in our lives and the role that it plays. 
but actually taking it to the next level and opening up these Rochelle Berry Health boutiques really puts health and wellness the front and center of consumers' minds and gives you that full offering as part of your everyday shop, right? Recognizing the importance of it and really just helping our customers make better choices to take better care of themselves. So you still have the same staff that can actually guide people and help them, uh, you know, kind of meander and, you know, through these products, right? Sometimes you go someplace and they have all these products, but you don't have anybody to help you through the sea of products that there are. You guys have staff for that, right? Yeah, we have uh, wellness department managers in each of the Rochelle Berry departments, and they would be the product knowledge experts. You come in there, you're looking for something specific, looking for a certain brand, we can walk and guide through that as well. That's awesome, dude. I think I'm going to go there right after we're done here. I thank you for coming. Oh, thanks so much for having me. No problem. That's Jessica Welichanko, the Manager of Retail Operations for Health and Wellness at Sobeys and Safeway. Thank you all for tuning into The Main Ingredient today on 680 CJOB. If you want to catch earlier episodes or this episode of The Main Ingredient, you can do so on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Uh, again, we'll catch you next week here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.